There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is the Morning Sickness, and it is... Opening day of baseball, folks. Oh, my God. Feel the buzz. The passion in the air is palpable. Baseball is back. Brett's the only one that's uh, moderately excited I'm because excited. he's got a team that might win it. Uh, Toledo might be. He's got he's got a few rookies coming up and stuff. He's so. fine in there. <laughs> Don't you worry about him. Uh, as a Cub fan, it's like just, eh, who cares? As a Diamondback fan, you're, it's really, day cares, one and yeah. you can't wait for the season to be over. The nightmare begins today. Mad bum, you Darvish, right there at uh, Chase Field tonight. And Brady asked me the question, do you think it'll be even half full? I don't know. Opening day is always weird because it's an Usually event. Usually pretty good, but... We'll see. I don't know. Does anybody... Because spring training was empty, which shocked me. So baseball being back, huge. Uh, but uh, will it be? I guess people downtown who work in restaurants and bars and stuff will be happy that those seven or eight extra thousand people show up uh, night in and night out for the next... 100 nights. It's well, I, crazy. I read during spring training, they usually average about 7,000 a game. But this year, they ravaged like 5,800. No so, kidding. I mean, it was so it definitely dipped. down. Yeah. yeah. Oakland A's fans spend the most on beer. No kidding. Second, Well, is it because Louis it's Cardinals. priced wow. so high in Oakland? Everything in Oakland is like mind-blowingly expensive. So I wonder if they spend more because they have to in order to get it. Could be. Then the second is the Cardinals, followed by the Rangers, then the Cubs, and then the White Sox. Yeah. Cubs fans we, uh, spend a ton on beer at the game. It is flawed. So the Sox fans, it's a uh, Chicago it's, thing. It's yeah. A, yeah, they're all drunks. You've seen people from yeah. Chicago. Well, they live giants. in Chicago, so yeah. it's like, Got to get drunk. My friend sent me a picture. He went to a Bulls game the other night, and he goes, what do you see in this crowd that you probably wouldn't see at yours? And I'm like, everyone's in a beanie and a coat. He goes, it's 38 degrees. Oh. Like, yeah, he goes, it's going to snow tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, it's, we get the windows uh, closed because it's too hot out. So we were going to keep the least on alcohol. And then I'll be the least on alcohol. Well, probably I, I'm guessing if we're going by pricing and stuff, Denver, Colorado would be down there because they've got all that. It's right there. You don't even have to all that bring curs? it over. All the curves mm. is right there, and it's Curse Field or Milwaukee. Yeah, there's the other one, like a buck a beer. 
Who is it? Detroit Tigers. No. I don't have any money because they're 15 bucks per game. Wow. Detroit can barely afford to be Detroit, let alone drunk Detroit. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing because, boy, I tell you, the the whole entire league seems to have kind of quietly just made everybody mad. Ah, screw baseball. Nobody's like up in arms. It's just people are like, I'm like, I don't, I'm done. I'm not. And again, I talked to somebody yesterday about it, and I'm like, well, when you have, uh, you know, the stats like. Uh, well, war is always the one that gets me. War is the one people try to argue with. You're like, what happened to batting average and RBIs and all the fun stuff used to, you know, ERA and things like that. It's like, but you got wins above replacement and you have, uh, there's literally one called lips. There, there's a the stat called lips and it's like. Is that uh, on Pornhub? No, I forget what it is. Something innings pitch something and it's stupid. It's But it's becoming a legitimate thing. Brian Kenny was talking about it and like. Uh, I don't even know what it. There, what was the other one I was looking at yesterday? Uh, it's just these. These are stupid, and you just—they've made it all a gigantic, gigantic algebra problem to try to watch a baseball game. Uh, VORP is the other one. Do you know what VORP is? Volume. No, it's a value over replaced player, which oh. goes with WAR, which is wins above replacement. It doesn't make any. Who cares if a guy doesn't <sighs> play? You actually have a stat for when a dude doesn't play. And that's what they're all. Oh, he's when he doesn't play. There's a when he's replaced. There are seven. What does that mean? Who cares? Pitch the balls, strikes, hits, uh, runs. It, really, all that matters. I think part of it now is that they have these announcers that aren't good. Yep. And they need something to talk about, so they dig into those those analytics and that gives them yep. you know to fill an inning. Baseball is a lot like rock and roll. Once you take the drugs and alcohol out of the booth, it's no fun. It's true. They took all the drinking out, and, and none of the none of the announcers are fun. I want Bob Brenly to bring and some it back. Quality storytelling. That's every now and then. Brenly's great. We got a great guy right here. Let's get Bob a couple of. I think he's a Miller guy. Let's get Brenly a couple of Millers and let's load him up in that booth and let him go Harry Carey with perfume. It would be perfect because Steve Perfume is kind of straight arrow. It would pick it up a little bit. Uh, Bob's great, <laughs> but if you get him drunk, he'd actually be even better. I think we go old fashioned announcer. Who says a lot of the times, ah, oh, who gives a f- about war or vulp or lips? Throw a strike, goddammit. And then uh, Berthuma, all right, Bob, well, <laughs> calm it down a little bit. Ah, the game's gotten stupid. Well, all right. You're going to hear about yeah. vorp. vorp. And then they're, they're going to uh, talk about the big thing that MLB is doing today. You can buy your Cracker Jill. They've taken Cracker Jacks, modified it to Cracker Jill. Even changed up the words to take me out to the ball game, because when you buy Cracker Jill, five dollars will be donated to the Women's Sports Foundation while supplies last. What is Cracker? What Jill? is it? It's instead of Cracker Jack. Oh, it's just it's it's Cracker oh, Jack. Oh, it's the woke version. Yeah, for uh, only women can eat it. If I eat Cracker no, Jill, is my gay? The yes, ladies. yes, I'm a, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> if I, but am I not straighter than anybody because I'm supporting the ladies or? Am I a cuck because I'm supporting feminists? Or am I a trans because I'm supporting what I want to be? I'm not eating Cracker Jill. You've made it too hard to eat popcorn. Cracker Cuck might not be bad. Cracker Cuck would be great. And I'd have a 4,000-pound box for Toledo <laughs> just to make him stand next to it so we could photograph Cracker Cuck. Because every black guy would be like, look, you can get him twice, Cracker and Cuck. <laughs> Lips is late-inning pressure situation. Come on. Late inning pressure situation. I don't even know how you measure that. 
You have to have like monitors on the guy's brain. Let alone so. if you hear the guy just say lips. And yeah, he struggled this year with lips. What? <laughs> just say he's 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 he cracks under pressure. It's not a stat; it's an assessment. They can't statistically crack under pressure. It's not good in late inning pressure situations. Well, that's what makes great ball players great and bad ones bad, and it makes the game great. When a dude who you know is like, ah, he strikes out every time the, somebody's on, smacks a double in a late-inning pressure situation. Oh, the game's gotten stupid. Harry Carey would never, holy cow, this guy's VORP. Nobody's doing it. He'd say VORP as a joke because he's trying to say another word. It's boring. Baseball has, has gone the opposite way. Once they realized, oh, my God, everybody's bored with our game, let's make it more mathy. Uh, yeah, because that brings back the excitement. <laughs> now with your stat book, you're going to need a little side menu with all the uh, yeah. terms. Uh, well, there's a there's a guy who did a thing that said, I'm going to keep scoring my uh, book tonight as a regular old-timey scorekeeper. Because it is kind of, I don't know, a true baseball fan uh, that has kept score kind of enjoys the scorekeeper. I don't know if you've ever done it. When you I'm, do it, I started fun. to, and then I got, you know, I'd get distracted. Yeah, it's and, weird. You yeah. do. But it's like if you focus on one and do it, it's kind of fun. It kind of is like, uh, you know, it's almost like drawing a picture of the game. Uh, and he said, I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. He said, I'm going to do one tomorrow night of the newfangled stat way. And he said, here's what I think it'll look like. And then he showed a picture of just a kid scribbles all over paper of just the letters. And look, alphabet, soup. It's crazy. So enjoy the game, although they've made it difficult to enjoy. And uh, now name two Diamondbacks that aren't Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> wow. Uh, Marte. Okay, there's one. You got one. Uh, and I got another one because I remembered his dad played for the Cubs. But I can't remember his first name. Varsho. Oh, Gary Varsho. Is it Gary, I is it Gary Varsho? No, I remember, Jr. I remember yeah. Gary. I don't know if he's a junior or not. Varsho. Man, got it. nothing. That's about it. And I only I only remember Cattell because he just they just re-signed him. Yeah, is Christian, what's his name, still the first baseman? I Walker? I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he got that one. Let's see here. Let's pull up the They're done. starting lineup for your Arizona oh, Diamondbacks. Oh, jeez. It's 554. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks. The Diamondbacks just eliminated from the playoffs. Already. <laughs> Out. So good luck, everybody. Hopefully your team does well with Vorps and Lips. And this is where uh, people like Larry... And non-sports fans are correct. You know, when you get in the, the office and there's the guy who doesn't understand sports or doesn't care. Marcus is one of them here in the building. Yeah. And you got guys who don't get it. This, oh, yeah. is, this is where they're 100% right, is that it's hard to go in and try to tell somebody who doesn't like sports you're having a good time and you're talking vorp and lips. It's no different than LARPing in a park with all the new terminology and weird fantasy stuff. It's just baseball's lost me completely and utterly. Dalton Varsho. Dalton, that's his and name. There Christian go. Walker is still there. Okay. Uh, David Peralta, that's another oh, name he's I good. remember. Oh, yeah. I like him. Everybody else. I'm... The rest of the team is just you, me. Pavin Smith. Insert Drew Ellis. Here. Yeah. Seth Beer. Cool name. That's a great name. Yeah. Okay. I like Seth Beer. You have yeah. to have beer night. Beerhead or bobblehead beer night. Yeah. There's, There's one night. There. It's over. Yeah, you got one night that you might get a couple extra people to get bobbles, but how is he with lips? Is, is <laughs> I don't Seth know. Beer good with lips? How's beer on the lips? It says once it goes over the lips, forget it. Again, the uh, I think the lead story, you know, from about four days ago, the lead press release for the D backs wasn't about the, no, it's the players. Food. It's the food. They're trying to feed you, and and that's another thing. It none of that was appetizing to average people, to gluttons who are not athletic at all and not going to go watch baseball too much, you can go get your Sonora uh, hot dog 
dipped in deep fried oils and covered in sprinkles. I don't know what the hell that thing is. It's a hot dog with bacon and like ice cream on the side. It's, they've added every like. What do we have? Put it all on one plate. Pigs will come. That's big. pigs will come. Ray, pigs will come. Offer them sprinkles on a hamburger and they'll come. But those people have to save up for a month or two because it's so expensive. Yeah, it's sixty-eight bucks for a hot dog. Well, and they got Guy Fieri's new restaurant opening oh, there too. At least God. Are they trying to make us not want to go? <laughs> Don't forget, you got to walk. It's like a gauntlet as you're walking through. It's seventy bucks to park, and then you got to walk by Guy Fieri's restaurant. Ah, it's like a haunted house. And then you go inside and you try to have popcorn with sprinkles and some ice cream buried in the middle and a, something else. I don't know. It's like a hot dog in the center of the popcorn. That's one hundred and forty dollars. A thirty dollar beer. And then you go watch the Diamondbacks lose. Great idea. It's funny because, like Brady said, the only thing you hear about is the menu and the roof not opening. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all the. And you don't even hear anything about the players or the game. Yeah, the stadium's going to collapse if they yeah. try to open the roof. Uh, and there's food everywhere. They're, they're going to have a surplus of it too. I hope they didn't order a lot because they're going they're not going to sell a ton. Go D-backs. As a, I, base, I'm mad at baseball. I'm pissed at baseball this year. F you guys. You fleecing fans like crazy, and then you sit and. How dare you start to push the season around uh, the way they did and then act like we're supposed to come running back. Especially when the Diamondbacks aren't going to win as many games as the Suns, which is a very I'm viable. Still staying bet. with it. Very viable bet. I'm still staying with it. 63 is where it is right now. It means the Diamondbacks can only. Has a chance to go up two more, right? There's Yeah, there's a couple games left. Yeah. And that's the. Uh, so let's say they're probably. Get, let's say they're, they're barely trying. 64 uh, 65. Yeah. We'll go 64 wins. For the season, for the Suns. That means the Diamondbacks can only lose 98 times. This is a team that lost 111 games. No problem. Yeah. (laughs) They'll do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't think so. They're going to knock that 100 out of the yard. Their goal is just to beat last year. It's not that hard. By the way, I didn't know this was a thing. I saw this on the news last night, and uh, I was uh, – it's tempting. I don't know what the penalty is for. Probably pretty stiff. But uh, there's this Tempe church pass. got to hand it to my uh, my gay contingency. This makes me mad as a gay, as a newly minted gay. Uh, there's a Tempe church that hates gays. Like pretty much out loud, they're anti-gay. Uh, and uh, they're uh, at home the other day. And, uh, you know, the ghetto bird will come by every once in a while and float over yeah. your house. Just, you know, well, okay, the ghetto bird's out. And they're in Ahwatukee and the ghetto bird's out there. And then it says, uh, it happened Monday afternoon. Eight cho- it says, this just says, uh, while Mrs. Anderson was inside, uh, eight of her children were outside. That's not saying all eight of her children, just eight of the brood <laughs> were outside. It, it, the way it's worded sounds like she had more inside, but it says, uh, while eight of her children were uh, at the house, her husband was taking a live podcast down, taping a live podcast downstairs. Her kids were playing. Some of them were playing outside when the helicopter was flying really close to their yard. Uh, one of the kids came by and said, hey, it's real close, mom. It's like, yeah, I know. I know. They're probably looking for somebody. Then the helicopter did that thing. Come out now with your hands up. And they got oh, he's like, oh, OK. Oh, uh, and she's like, me? Like, she's like, are they talking to us? So she started to uh, record it and stuff, 
Uh, and then an officer popped his head over the wall and said, ma'am, I'm going to need you to come outside. And she said, you're here for me? He's like, uh, she's like, I think you've got the wrong address. He goes, no, come outside. She goes outside. She's got the kids' uh, hands are up. All the kids' hands are up. There's SWAT team, cops everywhere. Uh, and she said the officers were, were down there finding nothing. Later, uh, they patted her down, did all that. Uh, somebody called because they hate this guy who's running this church and said, uh, there's kids all over the front yard. He just killed his wife. Uh, this bad news inside there, and this this is that past. So they were taking inventory. He's gone nuts. So basically, just you know, wasted the cops' time. And, yeah, but uh, went and you know got the chopper out, and they didn't even like think about it. The poor cops had to drive over there thinking this is it. The lady's just washing the dishes. The kids are playing outside. Dude's podcasting. But the some gay guy had to be a gay guy. Just said, let's just uh, they prank called. And it's called swatting. It's actually got a name. You can. It's called swatting because you get SWAT team out. By making false accusations. Now, I don't know what the penalty is, but I might look at this the exact same way I look at driving in the HOV lane. Once a year for the membership of swatting, I may want to pull this on somebody because this sounds fantastic. To like, if, unless it's jail time. If it's a few thousand bucks, it might be worth, hey, guys, let's get the SWAT team over to Brady's house real quick. Just say he killed his family. <laughs> he lost his mind. He was, he was nuts at work. He said he was going to kill his family. The last I saw him, he was holding an AR-15 and crying. And then just send them over. I heard a couple of pops. Get Kenny in on it, your neighbor, and laser. Oh, yeah, we heard pops and screams, and then have the helicopters come Oh, out. it'd be swatted so Yeah, quick. oh, swatting is awesome, except for you're wasting the police's time. It's like getting the cops in on a big prank. So then at the end, the lady's like, uh, I wasn't worried at all. I knew God would keep us safe. Hey, <laughs> you're the SWAT team out. Don't, where was he a second ago? And then the very next story, because that lady said, I knew God would keep us safe because he loves us. And I'm like, well, that's a nice way to fit live. The next story is about a little girl who went to the police because her parents were waterboarding her pretty regularly, and she was tired of it. Uh, sure. And they're and they're beating her and waterboarding. Her. I'm like, well, go talk to that other lady about why God finds her so special, and this kid keeps getting waterboarded. Where is he for her? Doesn't love that one as much. He keeps this lady safe from SWAT jokes. The other kid gets waterboarded on a regular basis. Yeah. God's, God's Sunday, busy keeping the chopper at bay over at the Religious People's Podcast House. Well, this Sunday at church, after after the 11 o'clock sermon, there's going to be a gay roundup. The whole crowd, <laughs> yeah. they're going to do it like in oh, a, yeah. on the plains in Africa where they're herding the gazelle into the... <laughs> they get them all into a they put space. The, they put the canvas curtains up to... Oh, yeah, they're going to cover up what those guys are doing. Yeah, this little girl was uh, waterboarded and also lit on fire a couple of times. She's like, that's enough. That's enough. I'm going to go talk to some people. Did she finally talk? Well, she had she to. T- yeah, she was. <laughs> Disclosed the information <laughs> she, she, they she, needed? They gave her, yeah, the cops are like, what'd she do? What'd she do? And they just poured, they poured soda on her mouth because she's a kid. She would have enjoyed that. Yeah, they have been waterboarding their daughter and they lit her on Jeez. fire. Uh, it's a felony, by the way, for those who oh, think about it. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that they passed Damn. that law. Uh, the child told investigators that they waterboarded her using a bucket and then set her on fire by pouring alcohol on her while they were uh, staying with some other family member. So they were over at the aunt and uncle's house and like, you want to see something fun? Come here for a second. You and guys then, barbecued yeah, in that yeah, room? No, we're just burning her up. She was, she's not talking. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, – and the mom, of course, had an ankle monitor. They had to get rid of that. But uh, They said that uh, she was forced to lie about who hurt her every time someone asked. You know, when she choked How the fresh burns. Uh, she's early teens or late, like Jeez. 11, 12, something like that. Yeah, how about that? 39-year-old and a 26-year-old. I don't think the 26-year-old is the actual mom, unless she had him really early. Yeah. So it just makes me mad that the lady before is like, oh, the Lord loves us. Kept us safe from the SWAT team joke. 
In other news, this kid's been waterboarded and lit on fire a few times. Got two broken bones. Stop saying that. And it's the other Denzel Washington. I don't know, he's going nuts. He's on every podcast in the world talking about how Satan was at the Oscars. Is anybody responsible? Oh, Is anyone responsible for their own f- nonsense anymore? God did it. Satan did it. You did it, jackass. Will Smith did that. The devil does not find Will Smith that important. At least we're getting answers, oh, John. For, are we? Because Denzel was on uh, TD Jakes twice. Was he? To talk about, man, tell you what, when we were praying, we felt the devil. He was there, and he just grabbed Will and made him do that. I'm like, no. Will made a decision, and he is an idiot, and you don't blame the devil for it, and it's not going to get off on a lighter sentence and stop saying stupid things like that. Because I just did my taxes, and I could skip a ton of that stuff. You know who doesn't want to hear it if I say, hey, the devil made me lose some receipts? The IRS. Uh, the IRS. They're not going to listen no to that. There's no forgiveness. Yeah, there's there. none of that. And there shouldn't be. And it isn't about forgiveness. You walked up and you take your lumps. Have some personal responsibility before you turn to the magical deities you've created and say, well, if it wasn't for them, I'd have never done that. Well, then I guess your God's not that tough. If the devil can grab hold of you and make you take a swing at Chris Rock on TV, uh, the other thing's not that powerful in your life. One's stronger than the other. Idiot. It, it sounded like, uh, and I like you Denzel know, on too. Will's side of I know. it. I used to. I don't know why Denzel is going out on the podcast. Maybe he's just talking about, obviously, that night. But it sounds like Will has kind of written twice and sure. thrown an apology not out there. Not to Chris. Not to his face. Ask Tony well, Rock. Ask Chris's brother. Yeah. Who was going on and on going, that's nice. Those PR statements were wonderful. The people who wrote them are real smart. Why didn't you call my brother? Why don't you call the guy you hit and apologize? You're saving your ass. You're saving bad boys for with you. It's wor- to me. I agree. It's worse putting out a press release saying, "Wow, am I you ever reach sorry?" Reach out that that night. You that contact next morning the person sure. you hit. Yep. Then you contact the people at the academy and you do it privately. And then they say he's reached out and apologized. It doesn't need to be a public apology. Did the devil make him do that too? The devil made him do it. Uh, yeah, and Denzel seemed to be a normal guy. I thought he was. Yeah, we pray. They, the reason they were praying so hard at the commercial break was to keep the devil off the wheel for the rest of the night. I'm like, well, at oh, least it worked, Denzel. Yeah, yes. I mean, so. He was able to go on and celebrate, <laughs> with the prayers, and then look but... what happened. <laughs> Got the biggest hey, award of the night. People, of... people worried about Satan uh, taking over their bodies and making them not Chris Rock around. Have a prayer before the show. How about that? If you're even, if it's even in your mind that that's a possibility. Every time you get out of the car, say a little prayer that says, come on, man, keep me away from that devil so I don't knock my boss out today. Come on. Personal Whatever comedian's up there at the yeah. Oscars, you pray before <laughs> right. if he takes a shot at me. Just constantly, don't go in public anymore if you're worried that the devil can get hold of you and you start swinging at people who, I mean, it's just the devil loves you so much and you're so important to societies. It's such an arrogant thing to think that you're being protected or you're being haunted by the two, uh, you know, in your creation, biggest things that exist ever, and they got their eyes on you to the point where they're going to do that. Come on. You're a jackass. You're an idiot. Nobody was responsible for anything but you, and you need to, to take your lumps without saying that, you know, some some magical fairy's going to get you out of it or some demonic fairy got you into it. Knock it off. That's crazy talk. If your kids did it, God's the only thing to get me out of this, Dad. I stole a couple hundred bucks from my friends, and uh, the devil made me do that, of course. I didn't want it. Did you give it back? No, I didn't give it back. No, 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 no. I apologized to the bank and the house I was in and everything, but never to the person I stole from. And Idiots.
I get so tired. But yeah, I don't know what Denzel's up to, but he's on TD Jakes a couple of times this week talking nonsense about how they were praying and, boy, the devil's in the room tonight. He's like, well, if that's a threat, get out. What are you hanging around for? That, yeah, that you the exorcist, you know what happens. John. Isn't that the scariest thing in the world to you? If the, the devil is in the room and you guys are the only ones who can see or know it, get out of there. Warn everyone. He can be in the room with you. Just don't right. listen to him, and that's what he did. You don't listen to him because he doesn't talk to you. You should go hit Chris Rock. If anyone says that to you... You gonna let him get away with that? You, if anyone, a voice in your head or otherwise, says that, and you act on it, you know what you are is Pinocchio. You're an idiot with strings attached to your body, and you have no control over yourself. How can you be trusted with children if you can, at a moment's notice, snap to the voice in your head that says, punch Chris Rock in the face? Maybe Denzel and TD were just referring to Jada. Yeah, could be. Devil. Maybe they need to call Father Karras over and uh, have a little exorcism <laughs> or something. An old priest and a young right. priest. <laughs> the power of Christ compels. That's exactly what we need. That's every time Denzel has that moment. Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Do you know what he did? Do you know what he did? I can't say it. <laughs> Your daughter. Oh, Reagan. <laughs> Best actress once again. Reagan, come on up. <laughs> I'd like to thank Pazuzu and all the rest. <laughs> all right, thanks. It's best actor Reagan. He's won all the awards tonight because that goddamn devil is hanging around here stealing all our stuff. We should just cancel the show. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and it is an unacceptable adult sentence to say, I was out of my mind. The devil was there. Shut up. You did it. You did everything. You were not influenced by deities in that direction. You're a jackass and you're looking for a way. You lost it. Yeah, and so did Denzel for even suggesting it. And T.D. Jakes for nodding, going, yeah, that that happens. <laughs> That's just protecting your ass for the times you screw up later. It's never your responsibility. We talked about it with student loans yesterday. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility, too, when you act a fool and you and you have to take your lumps. Sometimes in life, you screw up and you have to eat all of the sh- all of it. Every bite. Lick the plate. That's it. It's the only way to recover. Ugh, it frustrates me. The, the swatting thing happened, but God kept us safe. In other news, a little girl was being waterboarded incessantly by her parents when they'd light her on fire over at the aunt and uncle's house. Well, where was that dude protecting the swatting family from the water? I think his job would have been better served protecting a little girl getting waterboarded. Let's not say absurd things anymore. Devil involved again. Yeah, then the devil got in there. So we have no control over anything we do. We're just floating around, waiting to get pushed. I got in my uh, car wreck that time, spun me around in that truck, and it hit just behind the driver's door. T-bone, spin. Everything was fine. And a friend of mine said, wow. God was really looking out for you that day. I'm like, by scaring the living bejesus out of me, if he was looking out for me, why didn't he just get that kid to hit the brakes and not run the red light? Well, you know what I mean. And it could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been worse, or it could have not happened. Your theory is that I had a magical being taking care of me, and he just put me through really inconvenient stuff rather than kill me. God says I appreciate you giving me the credit, but uh, <laughs> I didn't do no, that. don't yeah. do that. It's kid didn't gonna, hit the brakes. M- mess things up all around. That's God, not how I work. God was looking out for me. Why didn't he get that kid? He just switch, switch focus, God, and get the kid to tap the brakes and dot, don't hit me at all. You're lucky. You're lucky the Lord was with you that day. I'm like, I don't feel like that. I lost a car. Uh, my arm hurts. 
scared the hell out of me. Yeah, but you could have died. I'm like, yeah, but it could have not been hit, too, by your theory. Some, uh, you know, I had a magic wand floating over me. Where was that crap? And then I realized that Denzel was there. Wherever he goes, the devil goes. It's very difficult. Very difficult. I guess that, I suppose that's what Jada was doing when, when uh, her and the devil were having sex with uh, Jaden's friends. That's it. Her vagina was in total control of the devil had it, you know, like a hand puppet. He was putting it on top of peepees that were not Will's. August was influenced. Yeah, August. August. The devil is at around. The, I'm not going to Will Smith's house. There's too much Hell devil no. activity. It's, Reagan's house is safer. Not Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Pazuzu Reagan. And let's get a wake up song, shall we? Stop waterboarding your kids. Never thought I'd have to say that. We can't have nice things anymore. That's terrible. That's like a life sentence, too. Isn't it? Isn't that one of those crimes where you're like, you waterboarded your child? Uh, that's a life sentence. Right? There's no you coming got a back compelling back. argument there. Like they give you five years for that and then say, all right, go back. Who's hiring that person? The second you find this is like uh, Michael Navage, the cat savage. And he's not yeah. getting a job again. It's no, like, well, I, I just Googled I just you wasn't there, Michael. along and, with our daughter. Yeah. You know? I Googled you and I saw that uh, you were in trouble a couple years ago for waterboarding your daughter. I did my time. All right, you can't work at the Walmart. You're, no, you're not allowed in here anymore. Just stay in jail forever. There's Look, no redemption. Those reports were exaggerated. Waterboarding. I mean, really, we were just kind of partially drowning, or we weren't serious about it. You're not coming back from that. Who's gonna Who's gonna hire you? They'll come back religious. That That's I depends on how it. good he is at his uh, at waterboarding. Know, no, wa- oh. whatever job he does. If he's it, just no. amazing on the lathe. That's only they're gonna hire him that's only true in sports. <laughs> that's only true in sports, Brady. If you're really good on the this lathe, this guy can rivet yeah. better than anybody. A couple other dudes on the riveter, they're going to come in there and take your place. <laughs> he's better than me at riveting, but I've never waterboarded a child, so I get the job. That's a deal breaker. If, man, I tell you what, you're both very qualified to be a good salesman here at Hubbard. But uh, gotta say that whole waterboarding your kid thing's really a black check against you. <laughs> he's. Just got to find that one company that's like, man, that waterboarding, I'm telling yeah. you, it works. Yeah, I hope he works. He's a pool guy. Comes yeah. back and just starts cleaning pools. I love the water. Some say a little too much. Anyway, the world's gone mad. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800, a good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.